Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Daily Bolt with Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic, Maranawa Tropical Storm headed north and east, and a recap of Mara's past 12 hours. Sit back and relax, and enjoy today's Daily Bolt. So, uh, what is now Tropical Storm Mara is now moving in uh, to Arkansas, uh, moving to the northeast, uh, and will begin to accelerate, uh, will continue northeast uh, through uh, probably uh, the morning hours tomorrow, turn progressively more eastward uh, during the day uh, tomorrow on Friday and into Saturday, and basically race out to sea uh, from Saturday night uh, through the rest of the weekend and into early next week, probably being south of Greenland by early Tuesday morning. So, uh, Mara, as of 1 p.m. Central Daylight Time, that is the most recent uh, estimate of uh, its intensity and position, at least that's uh, official intensity and position, we'll be able to look at a satellite loop which will show you uh, that uh, indeed uh, Mara has moved farther north and east since the 1 p.m. National Hurricane Center advisory. Uh, but uh, at the most recent uh, ad advisory from the National Hurricane Center, uh, what is now Tropical Storm Mara is locate was located uh, basically on the uh, Louisiana uh, Arkansas border. Maximum wind speeds of 65 miles an hour, fairly strong tropical storm, but a tropical storm nonetheless, and one that would be expected to continue to weaken uh, throughout the rest of the afternoon today. Uh, moving still at about 15 miles per hour. At 1 p.m. it was still moving mostly north, uh, as we will see in the satellite loop that will be uh, made available on the Daily Bolt podcast group on Facebook. Uh, it's already starting to take a little more of an eastward track uh, in the couple of hours since that particular advisory. Uh, and so uh, I have... Um, put on with the podcast the uh, National Hurricane Center's advisory graphic which shows you the expected track northeastward through Arkansas, uh, clipping Missouri, uh, Illinois, and Indiana, and going basically through northern Kentucky into West Virginia uh, and through the rest of the mid-Atlantic states before heading uh, out to sea. So Mars hazards uh, certainly uh, if you look at the damage photos that I put up from Lake Charles, Louisiana, have not been anything to sneeze at. It perhaps could have been even worse than what we've seen, and perhaps those photos just haven't come in yet. Uh, the storm surge along the coastal regions is still in place, but it is beginning to subside just a little bit and will continue throughout the rest of the afternoon and the evening hours. The water will continue to recede. Uh, it may take another day or two before all the water has completely receded uh, from places where there has been flooding due to the storm surge. Uh, and now the attention turns to Lara mostly as a rainmaker, particularly as the uh, winds uh, continue to diminish. And I've put up 
the graphic from the NOAA Weather Prediction Center uh, showing the expected precipitation uh, related to MARA uh, basically from uh, this afternoon through 7 p.m. Uh, Central Time on Saturday. And you can see that the expected rainfall in Arkansas is in the four to six inch range. That will mostly be in the next uh, 12 to 18 hours, so that's a lot of rain for such a short period of time. More flooding would be certainly expected in spots. Uh, anywhere from one inch to four inches along a lot of the rest of the track of LAR, particularly through Kentucky, Tennessee, West Virginia, and the western parts of uh, Virginia, North Carolina, into the Piedmont of Virginia, and then the rest of the Mid-Atlantic. Uh, so, definitely a uh, significant amount of additional rainfall coming into these regions over the next couple of days. That will be probably the main hazard that we see coming out of Lara. And so what I want to do next is actually refer to this animated GIF that I have put up from the uh, Goes East satellite. This is all infrared imagery and so the color scale represents temperature. Uh, the the uh, dark uh, black uh, into the gray represents the warmer temperatures, especially the, the darker black areas. Uh, the white is somewhat cooler. Then you get into the color scheme where you get up to the reds and even a little bit of, of black within the red being the highest uh, clouds with the coldest temperatures. And what you can see as this steps through, and it may take when you load this uh, a little bit of time for uh, the uh, images to really load, go through, and you'll see the motion of, the, of a very well-defined eye coming into its landfall, basically on top of the Texas-Louisiana border, uh, and you will see then additional motion to the north, and gradually as you get towards the end of the loop, which is the most recent imagery, uh, the last image just from a few moments ago, uh, uh, I'm doing this at about 1.36 uh, p.m. Uh, Pacific uh, Daylight Time, so that would be 3.36 p.m. Uh, Central Time. You'll see that the storm has started moving uh, in terms of its cloud shield a bit to the north and the east. You see the degradation in the eye structure as you go through the entire sequence. Uh, you will be able to see uh, Basically, also a gradual lessening of the area of the coldest uh, temperatures, uh, the reds in particular, and a motion uh, definitely starting to show a turn now towards the east. Uh, I think I might have said that already, but it never hurts to reemphasize. So, uh, lots of things for you to look at regarding uh, Lara and, and uh, its evolution over the past 12 hours. Uh, I'm actually having a little bit of trouble myself uh, getting uh, the loop to load properly onto my laptop. There are 240 images that are included in this loop, so it's fairly big, and uh, hopefully it will be playable on Facebook. Uh, if not, uh, I'll probably try and come up with a way to uh, make it a little bit of a smaller loop and then maybe post that or post different parts of this large 240 uh, image sequence. Uh, 
We'll see how that goes. Uh, certainly let me know, those of you on the podcast group. Uh, but uh, the last point I want to make is that we're not done with tropical storms yet. Um, there is a potential for some additional tropical s- storm development farther out in the Atlantic. Um, the uh, Chances are not strong, but there is a tropical wave over the central tropical Atlantic that um, may develop into something more of a tropical system. And that will be where we will end up seeing the uh, next potential storm come from. I think with that, I'm going to let you explore uh, the graphics that I'm posting on the podcast group. Look at the damage photos from Lake Charles. There are also some other damage photos from uh, this uh, particular television station, WAFB in uh, Baton Rouge. Uh, I urge you to check out their site uh, to look at a little bit more of the impact of Laura. But... uh, So far, what I had heard as of uh, about an hour or so ago is that there was only one confirmed fatality. Uh, While I'm actually recording this, I am getting onto a news site and trying to see if there's any updates on that, but I don't believe uh, I've seen one. There are some other issues. Uh, There is a chemical plant. Uh, that has caught on fire outside Lake Charles. Uh, It was probably damaged in Mara, and now we've got toxic smoke going through uh, the area just off Interstate 10 in Lake Charles. This is a developing story, and uh, certainly uh, I would check your local and national news sources for updates on that as we get through the afternoon. Um, For now, that's it for today's Daily Bolt. Uh, Enjoy the graphics that I'm putting up on the podcast group site, and let me know if the animated GIF loop is just not workable, and I will find a way to edit it down into smaller bite-sized chunks. Uh, I'm Dr. Jeff Tilley. Have a good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and stay safe.